Welcome back to Figuring It Out with Austin and Spencer. We're so glad that you guys have joined yes. us for another week. Yes, Spencer is very excited. Very excited. <laughs> He's pumped. David Alonzo gave me a shot of this like green tea oh. thing. It's supposed to be like energize you, healthy. And really? I'm just feeling electric. Yeah, you're, right you're, now. Just, you're feeling you're feeling 100. <laughs> like you're just you're am, killing it. I'm on top of the world. I was sleepy <laughs> all day, and then I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shot, yeah. And then I had this energy shot thingy, and it was... Ooh. Was it wheatgrass? It tasted like grass. It was, it was awful. It was, it was awful? <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> Not a big fan? No, it tastes terrible, but I, I, I feel energized, ready to go. It's uh, not a brand. It's a brand deal. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? My brother drinks that stuff. He work. My brother works at Smoothie King, and uh, I just have to. I have to say something, and he's not gonna like it if he hears this. Uh-oh. But he thinks he's the Smoothie King, but he's not. He's the Smoothie Prince. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but anyway, he he drinks like those wheatgrass shots, oh. and I've had them, and I was. Those oh, are not. But hey, not if it makes you energized. It, that's what we're here it for. Works. <laughs> and it's healthy. So keep it on track with the New Year's goals. Yeah, you know? There we go. Yeah, the New Year's goals. That's right. And again, we are just so happy you guys are here. You guys have joined us for episode 14 of Figuring It Out, which is crazy. It's awesome. And we say it's crazy every time because we can't. <laughs> we still cannot believe that they gave us a podcast yep. here at Bay Hope Church. But we are so thankful that they did. It shocks me every day. <laughs> Yeah, but we are so happy you guys are here and ha- have been engaging with the the smart goals and the goals that we've talked about last week. So thank you guys so much for for watching, for listening, whatever you're streaming on, whatever you're you're watching on. Thank you guys so much for being here. But today also, well, this week marks a very monumental moment in the history of the city of Tampa Bay. Oh boy. Yeah, see, I mean, you already know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Listen, Tampa Bay doesn't win a lot of sports games. We don't. Well, this isn't a sports we're, podcast. We're not a sports podcast. We're, we're not, a sports, we're not a sports podcast. But hey, when Tampa Bay sports teams do well, we have to talk about it here <laughs> because it never happens. Yeah, it seriously never happens. It was, it was a great game. <laughs> yeah, uh, I went over to Spencer's and we got some pizza. Got some Chicago. Some, some Jets pizza, Detroit style pizza. Did, is, is it? I thought it was Chicago it was style. Detroit. It's Detroit style. Michigan. Yeah. Ah, okay. That that the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Not proud to rep this, but yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, it's hometown. It's hometown yeah, sports. Exactly. But yeah, it was it was Spencer hyped up the pizza a lot, but it lived up to the hype. Yeah. I will say it was very, very good. We're, Jets- good. We're giving a lot of brand shout outs today. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah, not not great. <laughs> unpaid yeah, un- brand shout outs. I should mention that. But yeah, we were watching the we were watching the Bucks game and Tampa Bay is winning again. Yeah, and it's killing it. It's Jeez. great and the Lightning are keep like continuing to win. It's just it's a great time to be in Tampa Bay. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Which is Makes this so much more painful because I leave to go back to school. Oh, no. Uh, actually, today. I leave to go back to school today. But, hey, I'm just so happy that the city of Tampa is doing well and that the city of Tampa is actually on the map for once. I know. It's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, Detroit's kind of like – like everybody knows <laughs> no, Detroit. No, don't, don't try to – I mean, sports-wise, no. no. No, no, no. I'm not trying to compare that. I'm saying, like, everybody knows Detroit. Like, people here in Tampa, they're like, oh, where's – where is that again? But everybody's like Detroit. Oh, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit. So. Oh no, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you want to stay alive. Yeah, exactly. There. Don't just, just stay away from there. But uh, while we were while we were watching the game, Spencer and I kind of got to talking, and he told me about this really interesting documentary uh, out there. And I, I guess it came out. I, I watched it last night. It was in. It came out in 2017. Okay. But it's called uh, American Gospel, and it's called it's like a two parter. But I just watched the first part. Yeah. And um, it's called American Gospel: Christ Alone. And it's it's really a sobering 
documentary, wouldn't you say? It's it's very strange. Like it's like yeah. you didn't know maybe all of that was going on. Yeah, and it's it's sad. It's, it really is it's, sad. It's kind of like it kind of makes you step back and say that was right under my nose this whole time. Yeah, right. And and for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, what the documentary is about, it's about this idea of the American dream kind of mixed with Christianity and kind of this prosperity, the healthy, wealthy, happy, holy club gospel movement and and kind of debunking the myth using scripture. And they, they get a lot of pastors from around uh, around the United States and so, some big name pastors. And they, they, they sat down and they looked at scripture and determined like, is this okay? Yeah. And it's, well, what they do is they use this to make, like you said, make people feel good. Yeah. And so it's like they get popular because everyone's like, oh, this guy's awesome. He yeah. makes me feel great about myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's putting them at the center, like, oh, he has so much good things to say. Yeah. And then it's taking away from God. Yeah, And it's exactly. like it's promising things that like, oh, you'll be better if you give yeah, more. exactly. And you'll he- you'll be healed. Yeah. And, you know, that's not exactly. We've talked about, you know, why is there like yeah. – pain and hurt in the world and uh in a recent episode but yeah it's it's crazy yeah it's like it's this idea that this mentality you give to get right yeah and that's like it's completely contrary to what scripture portrays and, and then the pastors are rolling around in like rolls royces yeah, and yeah, helicopters and yeah, it's like geez i wonder where that money's going exactly exactly and it was actually very interesting uh one of a one of a the uh, a huge pastor in in the world his nephew was actually on that documentary, and he was kind of giving, um, giving the viewers a, an inside an inside look into what that movement actually is. And the sad thing is, it's not. It's I, I, I from what he described it, it was not well intentioned. No, it was more like it was more for profit, right? Yeah, it was more. It was kind of using Christianity as a means to to gain to gain status, mm-hmm. right? And that's completely contrary to, I, I believe, the, the heart of Scripture, yeah. right? Because we don't give to get. Like, we, we use Christianity, to use that term, um, to be whole, mm-hmm. to find purpose, to find meaning, to find lasting love and value in ourselves, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's scary because um, they're kind of uh, – they have so much influence. Yeah. And like you said, like – all these people are like listening to them and believing what they're saying is true, giving to get, Oh, I'll be getting so much from this. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, that's not what like the Bible is all about. That's not what the, your relationship with Jesus is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, it's kind of pointing it all towards them and that they, they have so much influence and people just, I mean, it's, it's easy to have the lines blurred and they're yeah. using their like emotions almost against them. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of deceptive. And I'm just interested. Have you like, have you latched on to any particular, like, does any pastor stand out to you? Like as like, who is, let me ask it this way. Let me ask it this way. Who is like your go-to pastor to listen to? Well, I love listening to Pastor Matthew. That's not like <laughs> <laughs> good plug. Yeah. Tune in to Bay Hope Church. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like we're blessed to have a great pastor here, yeah. and who speaks the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that truth isn't always great to hear. Like it's not always easy to hear. It doesn't always yeah, make exactly. You... The Bible is convicting. It's yeah. not gonna make you always feel like everything's perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, Jesus is perfect, and God is perfect. But like it's it makes you realize like what's what's you need to fix yeah. and it calls you out on your crap 
And whereas other people are saying, oh, yeah, you're great. If you give me money, like, mm -hmm. you'll be fine. And it's kind of turning this focus towards, like, earthly things, yeah. finding satisfaction in earthly things um, here on Earth. And that yeah. doesn't – we've talked about that before, too, and that doesn't last forever. Yeah, exactly. And sadly, what this – and what the, the video kind of shows is that this um, – I don't know that this this movement has kind of created these these celebrity pastors, yeah. right? These and it's people then tend to idolize, kind of fall into different camps, right? Like, oh, I I like this pastor uh, because he's like really outgoing and he he speaks this way. He, he wears some six shoes. Yeah, <laughs> his Instagram's awesome. Yeah, exactly. He's got a bunch of followers, and and that's not like it's not wrong to have a bunch of followers per se. Yeah, but it's just. It's that giving to get mentality that I think is so destructive and that causes people to to idolize and to put these pastors on kind of a pedestal when that's not what the job of a pastor is. And I wonder if, you know, like if that's what causes people to kind of have that mind shift. Hmm. Because like imagine like you have like thousands and thousands of people just like adoring you. Hmm. I wonder if that like kind of like messes with like your ego to where you, it kind of shifts the focus more towards you and money. And I wonder if that's just kind of like what happens. I yeah. don't know. What do you think? Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree. It's, it, it can be that it's all, it's all about, I, I've been in my personal uh, devotions. I've been reading in, in Luke and I got to Luke, the end of Luke 11 today when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and he, their main problem wasn't the fact that they, they did impose a lot of extra biblical laws into the, the biblical law and say like, Hey, God said this. Right. But the thing he was most concerned about is the heart. Yeah. And he said, he said like, what is prized above all else is a clean heart, a pure heart towards God. Mm -hmm. And I think that principle is important to remember here. Like it's, it's not wrong for these, for a lot of these pastors to have to drive nice cars yeah. or anything like that. It's the heart, right? It's, it's the mission, right? And I think in, in, my under, in my observation, it's easy for those pastors when they accumulate so much stuff to focus less on the mission and more on the stuff, right? Yeah. The creature comforts. I don't know. What were you thinking? For sure. I mean, I don't know. I was also reading um, for a while. It seemed like everything I was reading was about like false teachers. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. It was, I was reading through... Uh, Paul's letters mm -hmm. and yeah. there's a lot on like false prophets yeah and I guess like my biggest question is like are these guys just like bad at their job or like <laughs> do these, are these guys just incompetent yeah. or what, what's the deal here or are they like purposely doing it yeah so I didn't I, I mean sometimes I don't know I think it can go like both ways well truthfully we as common like 20 year old people we might never know that right we, we're, we might never know but the thing is the only Thing that matters is God knows, right? God knows the heart. Yeah. God searches all heart, the, all the hearts of all the men in the world, right? Um, and, and that person knows, right? So, and God ultimately will reward the work done, right? Or He will, like it's in First Corinthians three, I think. Uh, talk, Paul talks about where your treasure is, right? And working for the things that count, and. He, he says the things that count are like rubies and precious metals. So then when the fire comes and burns it up, it only refines it. It only makes it stronger and, and more valuable, right? But then he talks about the wood, hay, and stubble. And then when the fire comes, it burns it up, hmm. right? And it just kind of – it's just ash. It just disappears. That, yeah, that's it's, it's kind of like that. I, I think it's that – 
that scripture fits in here really well. Yeah, that's great because a lot of things that we tend to idolize, and I, I think we're all guilty of idolizing something that isn't God from time to time, um, but we idolize all these things that don't last. Yeah, that's And right. so when the focus is on these things, like that takes away from the focus of God, and then all, you're going to be let down by those things yeah. so much, no matter what. All earthly things you're going to be let down by. Well, I, I think of even now, and... Um, this is something hard to hear. And for those of you watching, if this, um, we, we, we would love to just discuss this with you. If you have any questions or maybe something we said sparked a thought in your mind, we'd love to hear from you. And you can find uh, ways to contact us on our social media and the link in the description of this episode and our uh, the, the show bio. That's what it is. There you I go. can't speak. I got <laughs> it. But the show bio, our episode link, and all social media accounts. If you guys just want to uh, talk to us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, but I think this what we've been talking about kind of bleeds into a, a bigger issue and that's the idea of, of Christian nationalism. Hmm. And let me just define that. So everybody's clear what we're talking about. The idea of prioritizing the nation, like a heavy prioritizing, heavy emphasis on national interests. Right. So like right now um, it's politics, right? Because yeah. that we just came through an election and a crazy one at that. So, that I it think it was pretty tame. I think <laughs> pretty tame. Think compared it, to it was pretty chill. It was a regular <laughs> election. Yeah, you're like, ah, this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is something we've seen the rise of as well because of I don't know prominent leaders, prominent Christians it, in society. It's and, wild. I don't really understand. Like, mm-hmm. understand why it's become like mm-hmm. so. Cra- it's become crazy. Like well, just I, the. How strongly cited, and I think social media has something yeah, to do with absolutely. it. How strongly cited people are for one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Like it's growing up, I don't remember. I mean, I wasn't no. like really had nothing to do with politics, and I still I still don't. But like, I didn't think about it as yeah. much. But I think social media definitely has yeah, something. To do with it. absolutely. And it's just we've seen this. I, I've, the word I keep hearing thrown around is polarization, right? Like people have we're more divided as a nation at, than ever. And you even look at the church, and it's causing division in the church too, right? And that is, I believe, deceit straight from the enemy, and it breaks the heart of God. Because God, what God longs for is for his church to be unified, right? Oh, yeah. Not not to just be divisive, and that's what these arguments are. It's divisive. And really, when you break it down, there's no one Christian party, right? The whole two party, like it's not one side is Christian and the other side is pro Satan or whatever yeah. you want to say. Yeah. It's not that. It's like there's good and there's a lot of evil on both sides, mm-hmm. right? And we we talked about this kind of when we were talking about the voting, but it's where our allegiance is. Our allegiance isn't to a party; it's no. to it's to God, it's to Christ. What what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, well, like Matthew always says, uh, it's our our allegiance isn't to a donkey or an elephant; it's to the Lamb right. of Christ, and that always like hits me hard every time. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. we we do tend to focus on which side are we on? Yeah. And that's, but it's like, what does God say is right? That's how I'm going to live. I'm going to respect and uh, these leaders because God calls us to do that. Mm-hmm. He respects. Or he calls us to respect. Like these government yeah, officials, honor, honor the government. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And so I'm gonna follow that, unless it, unless they're telling me to do something that goes against God's word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's just that's got to be the mission. Mm-hmm. And I that just made me think of something. It's Matthew 22, and this is one of my favorite passages of scripture, because the Pharisees or the Sadducees, the religious leaders, 
tried to corner Jesus and trap him and say, hey, should we pay taxes? Because they said, hey, we can trap him here. We got him. Said, if we, if he says yes, pay taxes, then we can throw him out of the synagogue for being pledged to Rome. Imagine trying to trick Jesus. I know, right? <laughs> what a bunch of freaking idiots. Like, didn't they know who he was? <laughs> but they, they said, okay, if he says yes, pay taxes to Rome, pay taxes to Caesar, then we can kick him out of the synagogue. But if he says no, then we can take him to Rome and say, hey, he's disloyal to the crown. Like, we, he needs to be executed. So they kind of put Jesus in a, in a no-win scenario. But what did Jesus do? Jesus said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. And like, yeah, they're kind of like, what? Well, And then he said, he, he took a coin and said, Who's, whose inscription is on this coin? He said, Caesar's. And then he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God. And the follow-up question is, whose mark do you bear? Hmm. And it's God's, right? That is the principle I think we need to take right now. Like we all, anybody listening to this, you bear the mark of God because as a human, you were created in God's image. And we are called to give ourselves wholeheartedly to God, not because God's a dictator and God's a tyrant, but because that's where true joy is found, right? And and that I think is something central that we need to remember in this time of great division and uncertainty, really. Yeah, yeah like- you think of these people that are these leaders on earth here that um, people are so devotedly following, uh, like they're going to die. Yeah. There's one person who rose from the dead uh, and he's alive. He's very much alive. And, and active. Yeah. And, and working. Yeah. And, and even in the craziest of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so these people that they're following are going to die just like everyone else. Yeah. So. Uh, they're just mere men yeah exactly they're just mere men exactly and for me it's when i when i think of this it's following jesus is hard it's never been easy and even now giving yourself wholeheartedly to jesus becomes harder and harder because sometimes even in in this rise in in christian nationalism we see people we see some people for some parts of the church forcing Christians into a camp, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you are you this or are you this? Are you yeah. this party or that party? And it's oftentimes like, I mean, <laughs> over the past year, I've just wanted to throw up my hands and say, I'm nobody. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. But um, I think the call to to follow Christ is a call to give your everything, even your allegiance, your primary allegiance, your first love, your heart's affection and desire to Christ, first and foremost. Um, you think of the passage in Luke. It says, um, if anybody would come after me, if anybody would follow me, Christ is saying this to the disciples, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me, right? And he's, he's basically saying, in order to follow me effectively, you have to give up everything. Yeah, give up, give it all your up. Your life, like your allegiance, your life. And look at the apostles. They were, most of them died. They didn't die of old age. No, right? they didn't no, die they comfortable. Did not. They died in prison. They died alone. Um, and I mean, if you're listening, you're probably like, that doesn't sound, that sounds terrible. Jeez, yeah, like, why would yeah, I want to be like that? Yeah. But in following Christ, there's something that I found that I never thought I would. And that is true joy and happiness and peace. Like waking up knowing that I, like somebody is with me. Somebody loves me. Um, somebody said, who said you'll never leave me no matter what the circumstances may be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's peace and joy. And that comes only by giving yourself wholeheartedly to Christ, right? Yeah. It, and 
mission-wise, like when you we've we've talked about this also, but when you like feel like you don't have a purpose and you don't have Jesus, like when you have Jesus, you you have a mission, you have a purpose, and so it gives you a reason to wake up every day. Yeah, exactly. And I, I know we've talked, and and you said the same thing. Like you feel like you have that drive, right? Yeah. You feel like you have something to live for, and I mean, and, and think about this. What great thing in life, what like great achievement is ever gained or attained without pain and without suffering? Yeah, I mean. You can't, like, think about it. Every, Ch- everything's going to let you down. Exactly. Childbirth? No, that, there's a <laughs> lot of pain there. Uh, even sports games, sports championships and things. There's a ton of work. You have to constantly, like, you have to, working out, you have to break down your body in order to build it back up stronger. And even when, like, you win a championship, you have you come back for another season. Yeah. Things could go poorly. You, you could get injured, and so you're get not, nothing's gonna satisfy. You. Like that's why people want more than one championship ring. Yeah, exactly. School, academic achievement. I'm stressed out of my mind during the semester, <laughs> only to get a piece of paper. Like that's not gonna last. And the only thing worth suffering and dying for is true peace, true joy, and true satisfaction. And that's why Jesus says in Scripture, like. I am enough, right? And that's why he calls us to die to ourselves, to, to deny ourselves of everything. Not so that we may live and in glory and being poor and saying, I'm the poorest, I'm going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, but so that we can have true joy, yeah. right? And I think that's the heart of scripture. And that's the heart of, of what real authentic Christianity is joy it's the pursuit of joy and happiness in the presence of god and only in the presence of god alone yeah right well like uh matthew he gave up like he was the tax collector yeah. just gave up his job to go follow he Ma- was matthew in the bible not matthew hartsfield but you're right he he left everything right and i'm sure he said if you talk to him today if you were still alive he'd say i'd do it over again oh yeah i would have done it sooner and I, we we've talked about it before, but the chosen. I love visualize yeah. that. That's that's it. what I pictured. Yeah, head. yeah. I mean, how it, it's really cool in the in the show, the chosen. He there's a scene where he just like he just leaves. He just he he hands the key to the Roman centurion and says, "I'm gonna follow Jesus." Yeah, and it's just that's so that's such a cool image. Yeah, right? gave up the earthly leader for the true leader. And everyone. I know it was just an actor, like an actor's portrayal of the scene, mm-hmm. but it was weird when I saw that scene. It was almost like it was just this like joy and peace flooded the guy's yeah. face mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like this relief like, like okay i'm doing it right like i'm living life right now yes but that i think is is central to this issue when we talk about and th- there's a lot more we could go into but i'm not sure we have the time <laughs> we could talk for quite a while yeah we could and we might actually revisit this on a later episode um so stay tuned um but the heart of the matter is God calls us to pledge our allegiance to him alone, right? Because that is where true joy is. And that is where true unity comes. The unity not only between us personally with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but unity with each other and unity um, in the church. And I think that is what, that's what makes God smile. Not the fact of, I was right. I was on the right, yeah. I was in the right party. You think right that's going to matter in, in heaven? When I mean, when... <laughs> When Jesus returns, when Jesus breaks through the clouds and wipes away every tear, we're all we're gonna be able to do is bend the knee and say, "Praise you!" Like praise God. That's it, Absolutely. right? But hey, 
thank you guys for tuning in today, for listening to our discussion on American nationalism, the idea of like prominent Christianity. But hey, if you have any questions, like we said earlier in the in the video, uh, please feel free to email us. Feel free to hit email. us up. Yeah, on, hit us up on all the social media accounts, Bay Hope Church on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And, and continue to, to like and share this video because it really does help spread the message throughout the, the interweb. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, until next week, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See you guys.